Today's episode of Inside Gaming Daily is sponsored by Good Morning From Hell, a new comedy podcast by Rooster Teeth. Click the link in the description to subscribe. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Inside Gaming Daily for Friday. Yeah, it's Friday, so you know what that means. Years and years of waiting, Death Stranding is finally available to the general public. Yes, if you've ever, ever wanted to deliver packages for Amazon Prime or practice walking, this is your day. Or piss outside. Death Stranding is proving to be a very controversial game with extremely polarizing reviews. Right, Autumn? I would expect that from this game. It's a weird game. It's bizarre. Some sites have called it a masterpiece, an example of Hideo Kojima unrestrained and doing what he does best. Others are simply saying it's trash. But now the fans have the game in their hands, so we're going to throw in some early reactions from players too because ultimately that is who matters most. First though, let's talk about the reviews because some of them were really harsh. Yeah, IGN gave it a very mediocre 6.8, that's especially mm. mediocre for IGN, saying that it just can't consistently get the balance right despite possessing equally lofty ambitions and countless inventive ideas. It went on to say there is a fascinating fleshed out world of supernatural science fiction to enjoy across its sprawling and spectacular map, so it's a real shame that it's all been saddled on a gameplay backbone that's struggles to adequately support its weight over the full course of the journey. Death Stranding is a bad horse. I guess, is, yeah, I guess what they're sick saying. Horse they put down. <laughs> I think they were like playing Red Dead, actually, and they were just confused. <laughs> okay, girl. No, that's not good. Ooh, that's bad Redis. <laughs> I got a bad case of Redis. Well, I got a normal Redis. Deviver hated it even more, calling it overindulgent with bad gameplay and a, quote, courier simulator. I'll tell you what, I'll play a curry simulator. Let me get some of that coconut All right. uh, shrimp. Magnifique. <laughs> as they say in Thailand. <laughs> it concluded by saying the game is, quote, an irredeemable piece of garbage that should serve as no. a warning to publishers who give developers carte blanche to create art. That's a little much. <laughs> yeah. Calm the <sighs> down, dog. Giant Bomb didn't like it either, surprise, surprise, calling it a bizarre, self-indulgent mess that never quite manages to tie its myriad pieces together. Another hit piece on the game of the year. Like, I'm just kidding. Game of the year, Autumn Farrell? <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> But on the other side, lots of critics love Death Stranding. GameSpot gave it a nine, saying it's a hard game to absorb with a bunch of intertwining threads, but ultimately they said a game that requires patience, compassion, and love. And it's also one that we really need right now. These reviews are swinging so wildly from one extreme to the other. That's good though. Is there anyone that just says, it's good? No, but that's, that usually is the no. sign of you. <laughs> Time called it the weirdest game I've ever played and I loved every minute. Digital Chumps called it a masterpiece, saying it reinvents <laughs> how video game design can work. And full disclosure, we did our own review and Lawrence liked it a lot. In yeah. our review, he called the story in the game profoundly unique and called it refreshing and exciting, especially connecting with other players and the communal spirit of it all. We're just quoting ourselves now? Yes. Okay. And yeah, it's dense and pretentious and that might not be for everyone. There's a lot of stuff you have to wade through before it becomes enjoyable, but there's still a lot of good there. Yeah, and Overall, it's sitting at a respectable 83 on Metacritic, which is generally pretty good. Yeah. Definitely noticed that like some of my favorite movies and games live in the six to seven area. Well, you have bad taste. Oh. Partially because I have bad taste. <laughs> One group of people will really identify with it. Another group of people will really, really dislike it. Just depending on what camp you fall into, it's the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. So that's the critical consensus. But what do people think? Because reviewers, not people. Well, they seem just as polarized. Autumn? Thanks for the throw, Connor. Polarize us. <laughs> so there was a backlash to IGN's 6.8 review, which I'm sure they were expecting. There's a lot of downvotes on YouTube and their responses like go back to Madden or whatever low IQ game you're used to playing. <laughs> R slash I am very smart. 
with their yeah. Maddens. Is IGN the Chad of like game review outlets? Is there a game division of Barstool? I don't know. Because if you're listening, Barstool, Please stop watching. <laughs> In fairness though, getting mad at IGN reviews is practically an Olympic sport at this point. But that was nothing compared to the Survivor review. The site was flooded with angry comments. The top rated response accused the reviewer of just trying to get clicks. The old hot take allegation. You played this game for 90 hours and didn't like it for attention. I do that every night. I play a game that I f***ing hate for 90 hours every night. There are, Do you understand I, me? For 90 hours every single night. Oh, oh, because there's only 24 hours in a day. Do you get it? I get yeah, it, I get it, thank cool. you. Awesome. Sorry, low IQ. There's easier ways to get attention. I mean, just take a oh. at the zoo. Oh. Take your top off. It's reviewer Steve Wright said he got death threats and homophobic slurs. Come on, guys. And even made a video reading all the mean comments he got. You don't uh, like this game, you're Gay. Death Stranding is for gay chads. Okay, but those people were just reacting to opinions, not having any of their own. So now that the game is out, we've got a chance to see what people actually think after having played it. But before we get into that quagmire of thoughts from the general public, you know where else you can get Death Stranded? Where? Hell! Oh. <laughs> Literally, hell. If you're mad at that segue, blame Brian. He's on the roof. <laughs> Today's episode of Inside Gaming Daily is brought to you by Good Morning From Hell. It's a new comedy podcast by Rooster Teeth, brought to you in part by Clayton, the brother of Satan. Get it? In this all-new audio-only comedy podcast, Clayton and his freshly dead manservant Chris Damaris interview various residents of hell. Find out what happens when you die, what your favorite dead celebrities are up to other than hanging out in hell and being dead, and hear about Chris's eternal punishment. Wonder what that is. You guys got any thoughts? We're talking about computers. What's up? All right, never mind. Ask me again. <laughs> Ask me again later. Each week they have a new special guest playing weird and unique characters, like a recent episode featuring Funhouse's James and Elise Willems. Wow. Can't believe they got those uh, extremely famous, talented people on their show. Good for them. They play members of the Beatles living in the underworld. It's out now. Just check the link in the description below. Or search for Good Morning From Hell wherever you listen to audio podcasts. I'm really interested about what Chris's eternal punishment is. It sounds kinky, I'm not gonna lie. It probably isn't, because that would be weird. Oh, his head is still a laptop. Yeah. <laughs> He's just this golem. I can't wait, yet. wait to check out that new podcast. <laughs> I can tell. You can barely speak. So this is always dangerous, but let's check out the user scores on Metacritic. So just like the critics are mixed again, I think we could pretty much expect that. Last time we checked, there were 306 positive reviews against 297 negative reviews, which is almost perfectly balanced as Whoa. all things should be. Yep. Is it Jeff Linus? Jeff Linus? Jeff Linus. <laughs> it's Latin. <laughs> User Jeff Linus said, quote, the story is interesting and engaging. The gameplay is fun and relaxing. I really enjoyed the experience and was really excited to see each turn the story provided. Yeah, but Chad the player wasn't as amused. Also Latin. <laughs> really? <laughs> Chad the player. This is the worst game I've ever played. And I've played a lot of games. More than your life on this planet. Okay? Excuse me, what? That's uh, someone who plays 90 hours a night. They figured yes. out how to escape the temporal fold. Mm -hmm. Only to direct hate at the Ooblets developers. And all that and all they use it for is to <laughs> play video games. Despite the mixed reviews, what we do know is that there's a ton of interest around it. Death Stranding is Currently the top game on Twitch, with more than 187,000 viewers watching streams as of this morning. In fairness though, it's not uncommon for a brand new AAA game that's gotten as much publicity as Death Stranding has. Meanwhile, our own review of the game was the most popular review we've ever done since Inside Gaming rebooted, and it's not even close. Yeah, and a lot of that was thanks to my editing. 
So anyway, and over on the Death Stranding subreddit, reactions seem positive. And some are even buying copies of the games for others who can't afford it. Aw, that's cute. Otto, yeah. what's going on? Probably inspired by my editing. User Jersey J wrote, the story, the music, the environment, the atmosphere, absolutely amazing. I'm a few hours in, but I know I'm not putting this down all weekend. There's parts where I'm actually holding my breath. I actually so agree with that. Like just the general environment and atmosphere of that game is insane. It's like awesome. it's so cool. I feel like I'm walking through a movie and I feel like it's really hard for games to strike that balance. You don't feel like you're just watching a movie or just playing a game. I think it's really good at like combining the two things. And it lets you discover it for yourself, which is yeah. awesome. Like rounding a corner and just seeing a city in the distance. It's so Death cool. Stranding is a yeah. cool game that yeah. will make you groan mm -hmm. because and you're listening mean, to the dialogue. It's really cool just even in the first couple minutes, you know, you're looking for those dropped packages. Okay, well this is across a river. Can I do that? Yeah. Can I cross the river? I know, yeah. I was like, I am I gonna get sucked away? That I fell and fun. died within like the first two seconds oh, yeah. of me playing the game. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, I mean <laughs> So many times he's just like doing the like rhino. Yeah. <laughs> I like was just kind of jogging down a hill and I didn't even realize how much speed I was picking up. Yeah. I was like, Oh no, oh no. Okay, but opinions are going to be a little biased on its subreddit. People are also weighing in on the main r slash game subreddit, and they're also positive. Although with some caveats that the game is not for everyone. I mean, that's the main take. That's video I games. Think. Well, it is, but also I think there's games that are for most people. Like, um, Struggling to come Sneak up with King. <laughs> Sneak King. User Vorsia said that if you're interested in an immersive story, it might be better to just watch a playthrough and skip or fast forward through the deliveries. I really like games that take one aspect of their gameplay and completely master it, and Death Stranding is basically just that, taking walking simulator to its limit. Yeah, so is this one of those games where the critics and the audience just see things differently? Because there have definitely been cases of that in the past. League of Legends got a 78 on Metacritic when it first released on PC, and it went on to become one of the biggest games in the world. League of Legends, that's a video game. It is. I thought it was. Warframe got a 69, nice, on PC when it released in 2013, and to be fair, it had a ton of issues, but has since become a well-loved MMO, especially considering it's free. But in the case of Death Stranding, it's safer to say that both critics and audiences seem polarized. Definitely has fans in both camps. Well, Kojima made his name on big budget games like the Metal Gear Solid franchise. Death Stranding seems like a cult game with a big budget, which is so cool. I was trying to think yeah. of another game that's kind of similar to this, where it's super weird and niche, but it's such a huge AAA release, and I I couldn't think of one. I'm sure there is one, but Damn. off the top of my head, I can't think of it's one. It's not a ton of developers that are capable of just putting that kind of thing exactly. out there in the world yeah. without right, worrying yeah. about alienating whole swaths of the audience. Well, and Kojima has carved out this niche as the gaming celebrity. Other major developers and stuff don't have the same cult following as he does for whatever reason. I don't know. You what. got Corey Barlog. Mm-hmm. Shigeru. Shigeru Miyamoto. Shakira? Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> this also seems like one of those games that might take a few weeks or even months for a consensus to develop. Give people time to play with it and let its theme sink in. We are on day one and this game is vast. Maybe it'll always be super polarizing. Kojima games are not for everyone. And really? Yeah, I know, it's weird. And Death Stranding looks like it could be following in that tradition. Yeah, this is the rare situation in gaming where you have a director with a genius reputation and they get licensed to do whatever they want, which we don't actually see this a lot in gaming. Like we were just talking about. It mm -hmm. does happen in movies a lot. Quentin Tarantino, he made his reputation off great movies. Now he makes four hour long movies and we're yeah. all just like, all right, cool man, whatever great. you want to do. Yeah, I like feet too. Yeah, Tarantino's latest movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is a great example of a movie that some critics loved and others despised. Both starring Margaret Qualley. I'm starting to see a common thread yeah. here. Yeah, it's similar for directors like Wes Anderson and Nicholas Winding Refn. Who's also in, in, also in the game, yeah. Some people love their stuff, some don't, but they're doing what they want 
and it's a similar story with Kojima at this point in his career. Which honestly is a really cool spot to be in, even if you don't like his games. In this era of overly monetized EA loot box-a-thons, it's refreshing that there's one weirdo out there spending a lot of Sony's money, of which they have much, to make a really strange game. In a perfect world, you'd have more of this. Just give them a f load of money, say, you don't have to make anything in a franchise, make whatever the hell you want. Obviously, that wouldn't work financially, because no. there would be just as many flops as there were <laughs> successes. Yeah. It would give us a lot of stories. It's true, yeah. we would have a, a lot of YouTube, YouTube yeah. juice from that. Gaming dead because no money? Yeah, the main takeaway from this is just that no one's really wrong about how they feel about this game. I'm assuming the gaming audience maybe isn't as used to this. If a game comes out and it doesn't have across the board negative or positive reviews, they're like, well, it has to be good or it has to be bad. Someone has to be wrong here, where it's like, no, it's just a really unique game and it's gonna hit different people differently. And we didn't even mention this, PS4 exclusives, the console generation has been like Spider-Man, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, huge critical hits, sorry, days gone. <laughs> and I think to have a game that is of that pedigree to not deliver that same feeling of, oh, I like this video game, I think is really throwing a lot of specifically PS4 fanboys through a loop. We're cool Sony people over yeah. here. Yeah, play, you, John uh, Madden. We play pee simulators.